Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are going to pick up where we left off the other day, and this is going to be a topic, and based on your feedback, the 15 success-killing horrible habits you must stop now. And we're on part three, and based on the uh, feedback, we've been getting you guys really like these points. And it's interesting. I, uh, have, I read, obviously, the emails, the comments, um, you know, the questions that we've been receiving from a lot of you guys, and this topic seems to be hitting right on dead center with a lot of you. And I understand why. It's because it's easy in the middle of the year to kind of feel like you're losing momentum and losing steam. Of course, that's true any time of the year. But the middle of the year, so many of you guys, I can read between the lines of your emails, you guys are starting to give up. Some of you are starting to lose faith that you can actually accomplish your goals at the highest level, whereas others of you, and and frankly the group that I'm most concerned about are those of you who are exceeding your goals at the highest level, and you're not really planning on what's going to happen, say, for example, in fourth quarter because you're so busy – you know, making money right now. You're so busy being successful that you're, you stop doing the very things that it took for you to get to where you are now. I encourage all of you guys to take a breath. Look, we're coming up on the 4th of July weekend. You're going to have some forced time off, right? No matter how much you want to work, there are going to be, it's going to be a lot of folks that want to be dealing with you on the 4th of July and whatnot. So use that as an opportunity to sort of get your senses about you, collect your thoughts, and realize there's six months left this year. You may have had a fantastic six months. You may have had a disastrous last six months. You may have had, you may be right on target based on your last six months. But here's what really matters, that for the next six months, you have very clearly defined goals. You have a very clearly defined mindset with regards to success and being of service to other people. And if you don't, and if you allow yourself to start wandering, if you allow yourself just to be like every other agent out there where you just kind of you know, do a little bit here and there, your last six months of this year are going to be disastrous. And this is the big picture. Your 2018 has already started. That's one of the things that every top producer in the nation knows, that your first quarter, really first two quarters of the following year, really begins the previous two quarters of the previous year. Those of you guys who've been this for a long time, you know that's true. You absolutely positively know, those of you who are having fantastic years, that your success actually is because of what you started doing this time last year. The rest of you guys learn from that. Drill down. Stay focused. Look, you've got some planned in, baked in time off. So if you're feeling a little like you've been burning it at both ends for a long time, six months, whatever, you're feeling kind of like you need a break, you're going to get a break in the next week. That's fine. And there's going to be other built-in breaks the rest of the year. But keep your head about you and do not lose your momentum. Do not lose what you've been fighting so far, so hard, and really many of you, for a long time to achieve. I know you're making more money. I know you're experiencing more success. I know in some cases you guys are making more money than you ever would have dreamed of. Now, some of you are listening right now, and you're saying, Tim, what about us? <laughs> We're still struggling to get started. Well, guess what? You guys are actually a little bit easier to keep focused because everything's in front of you. You know, you don't have, you're, you're not being distracted in many different ways as the people that are experiencing so much success. 
Um, and guys, the real estate, uh, the premier coaching program is obviously a, a great way for you guys to keep your head in the game and a great way for you guys to keep focused. If you're wanting information on that, and if you also want to just download our six free books, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, um, you know, Real Estate Treasure Map, you can obviously go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. So Julie, I believe you have some great emails from our listeners to share. Yes, I do. This is from Tammy Gentry, and this email was to you, let's see, as well as I believe your coaching client, Chandler, and says, hey, Chandler, I just listened to your podcast with Tim, and you really hit me where I'm at. Between you and Tim, you made me feel like I'm not the only person doing the things the way I should be. I have the same challenge that I don't block my time to make calls. I love talking on the phone and talking to people, but I spend a lot of time getting my ducks in a row, getting things ready so I can get ready. There's always something else to do so that I let the other stuff flow over into my call time. Another thing, excuse me, Tim talking about you looking at your life 10 to 15 years from now opened my eyes. I'm already 57. I'm a new realtor, and I'm not out playing golf, but I keep having the thought that I should be planning to slow down, not ramp up, but I'm not old. I have to get past that, and I appreciate everything that you and Tim spoke about. Thank you, Tim, especially for putting on the podcast. So I wonder how many of our listeners are resonating with that whole getting ready to get started to possibly feel like taking action and implement something should their ducks be in alignment, (laughs) you know, that whole thought, and then the thought of time blocking. So your talk with Chandler really resonated with Tammy, and I bet a lot of other listeners too. So back to you, Tim, and then I have one more from Facebook. Well, Julie, actually, she's inspiring me to propose to you that we have a podcast specifically about, you know, folks that think they're too young, too old, you know, not educated yeah. enough, overeducated, all the normal sort of, you know, head junk that people put in their way of achieving success in this industry or really anything in life. We should do a podcast on that, right? We, sh- you know, we yes. should really focus in on all the things that we know are floating around in people's heads that nobody else talks about and help them root it all out to realize what it is. It's basically just at the end of the day, guys, it's just head garbage. It's just stuff that you are allowing to allow to percolate in your mind to the extent where it's railroading your success. And none of it's really true. You're, you know, we have folks in their 80s that are in our coaching program. And we also have lots of folks in their 20s that are in our coaching program. You're never too young or too old to be able to help someone, right? And so at the end of the day, if you have the confidence and you have the skill set to be able to help solve someone's problem, guys are going to – folks will align themselves around the uh, – you know, to, to do business with you. They'll line up around the block. They'll always be looking for someone that has the mindset of service. It's, it's your belief that you're too young or too old, too fat, too ugly, too, not educated enough, overly educated. The overly educated of you, which is a lot of you, you guys are, you know, MBAs, some of you have PhDs, and you think like you're having to, you know, do something beneath you to sell real estate. That's in the, in your mind, though you won't necessarily admit it is the, in there. You feel almost like somehow, some way you went off track, and here you have all these fancy degrees, and you're having to be sell something that didn't even require really a college degree to sell real estate. You just need a real estate license. And so some of you guys have head junk about that. And the realization is it, and, that you are thinking thoughts and then as a result of that choosing behaviors that are going to result in you manifesting nothing other than failure and and we should do a podcast about that i think it would help a lot of people so julie you said you had another email to read yes i do and let's see this is a follow-up to a shout out last week from vicki durandis in dale city virginia she says so i'm a week behind on my podcast listening and today is follow-up monday i'm preparing to make my calls and i thought to myself 
let me listen to Tim and Julie to get my mind right. To my surprise, I got a shout-out from Julie. I'm about to kill these calls. I'm sending my $825,000 listing, the pre-listing package today, taking the listing, and I'm selling it. Thank you a million for your guys, for your fantastic coaching. I can't wait to share the sold photo of the big one. Have a rock star week, guys. So, yes, just to show that she is indeed paying attention, and I like what she said Follow-up Monday, we talk about that in Premier Coaching quite a bit. What are your priorities? And we go through a lot of accountability there. So nice job. Keep up the good work, Vicki. And remember, lather, rinse, repeat. I love that you got the new big listing. Now do it again and again and again. Back to you, Tim. So, Julie, we're going to take a quick coffee break because I need to refill my coffee. And when we come back, we're going to pick up at point number seven. And this is really, guys, these next points are going to be the points that I really want you to focus in on. A lot of offices and brokers and uh, trainers are using our information. Guys, these next points are really going to be the ones that make the difference. So uh, we'll talk to you guys. We'll come back with you guys after this quick break, quick coffee break. And uh, you guys are going to hear from one of our show sponsors, Firepoint. Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris is brought to you in part by Firepoint. Growing a real estate business is all about knowing your numbers. Long-term success in real estate is knowing how to capitalize on those numbers daily. As the head of your team, whether it's one, 100, or even 1,000 people, Firepoint is the all-in-one business solution for you. Created by agents for agents, Firepoint is more than just another CRM. Firepoint offers a complete picture of your business. From lead generation to team management and accountability and the best return on investment reports in the industry, FirePoint is the solution that is focused on what matters, showing you the most profitable path to more closed transactions. Schedule a free demo at FirePoint.net. Okay, perfect. Julie, we're back. So, Julie, I believe you have one more email to share, and then we're uh, going to get to point I number seven. I am actually out. Didn't you? I am You're out. Ready. Okay, good. Yep. All right. I'll save some for tomorrow. Right. Yeah, there we go. No problem. Point number seven. I'll read this one. Oh, this one's a good one. Point number seven. Now, see, I'm going to give these guys a hall pass because they don't realize this is what they're doing, but here it is. Bad habit, thinking that you can buy your way uh, to success instead of earning it. Paying for leads but still doing a crappy job doing lead follow-up or the, uh, not memorizing skills, presenting objection handling and closing. So here's what happened. About 10 years ago, there was a sea change in the way that uh, people think in our industry, the way they think they can build their business. They thought that they should uh, actually never have to master the art of being real estate professionals and that they could create their own leads, generate their own business. And they thought that the only way, or maybe the, uh, the, at, the point, uh, at that point 10 years ago, they thought the smartest way was to basically just buy your leads. And I have to say – 20 years ago, maybe even 10 years ago, you could still buy leads from pay-per-click and things of that nature, and those would be A, good, ready-to-do-business leads. You guys – I mean, I've told this story before. When Julie and I were selling real estate, there was a company that came to town called HouseValues.com, and this was back when we were in Columbus, Ohio. And House Values uh, said, hey, guys, we know you guys are rock stars in Columbus. We want you to be our first representatives in uh, you know, Columbus, Ohio. And Julie, said per- Julie and I said, perfect, and we became 
and we bought leads from them, and there were listing leads. And for a while, maybe 90 days to 120 days, it worked great. And then what happened is they started selling other agents. They started to oversaturate it. And then within the following 90 days, the quality of leads just went, and from our perspective, they went from great, ready to come list me listing leads to basically, oh, I'm just sort of looking for a CMA. Because what happened is they had to generate more leads, and so that they were willing to actually generate leads that were less motivated in order to satisfy the commitments they made to their advertisers. So they were doing what they basically promised they would do. They were trying to make more money, and, and as a result of that, the lead quality went down. Well, that was a little microcosm of what essentially has happened across the board in all these companies that generate leads. And what you guys don't know, those of you who are buying leads, is that you have no exclusive leads. You've got to get over the idea that leads have value. Leads have no value because every, uh, every single lead in your long-term database, in your thing, in your, you got that lead today from whatever lead source, so did five other agents. Maybe not from the same company, but maybe that same lead is coming through a different portal from a different – you know, you guys get the point. They clicked on a pay-per-click ad. They clicked on a Facebook ad. They clicked on a Zillow ad. They filled out this, the other thing. So there's not just – you're not competing against one or two other agents that are chasing those same leads, but you're chasing – you're competing against 20 or 30 other agents that are chasing those same leads. That's the reason we absolutely beg the industry to wake up to the fact that the sun has long since set on buying buyer leads. And if you guys aren't willing to become listing leads, you will not stay in the business. You will not last. The, the truism of you got to list the last has never been more true than it is now. So all your best energies every single day, if you expect to remain relevant in this industry, brokers, office managers, team leaders, individual agents, listen to what I'm saying. You have to learn the art of being a powerful listing agent. And if you can't do that, you won't last. Because of the example I just gave you, that's just but one example of the reason why buying your way to business is not something that is sustainable. Point number eight, Julie. Indeed. So point number eight, bad habit, perpetually getting ready to get started. Oh, there it is, rearing its ugly head again. Perpetually getting ready to get started to someday possibly feel like taking action, assuming the stars are in alignment and the sun is shining on a non-holiday weekend. Wow, you guys do come up with the excuses. I like to string them all together just to highlight the fact that it is a little bit ridiculous sometimes. And often, Tim, we talk about the fact that it's actually easier to take action than to hide out day after day after day from the things that you know when you implement will lead to a paycheck, will help you meet or exceed your goals for yourself and your family, not to mention all of the great people who are waiting to hear from you and who honestly need your help and yet you don't feel like doing it because you're still getting ready to get started to someday possibly feel like taking action. Isn't that exhausting day after day versus just doing the work? It's exhausting just talking about it. Back to you. It is. Well, I mean, but how do you do it, though? That's, really, that's, what this pod, that's what this podcast is all about, right? So one of the best, easiest ways – well, no, look. I scratch what I just said. It's not best, nor is it easy. One of the hardest but the quickest ways to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level is to do it the first thing. So you guys have to do the five core uh, you know, things in your life every single day. You have to focus on the things that are going to put you in a, a position of you know, your min daily minimum standards. We talk about that on this podcast. It's a big core part of Premier Coaching, so I'm not going to talk about that now. But you have to do those things every single day. If you skip a day, you don't pay the price the next day, maybe even not even the next month, but if you skip a day, you pay the price six months from now because of the nature of how you get paid in real estate. But here's the amazing thing. The omnipresent, 
antivirus software that's always running in your head, that's always making you feel insecure about not having done this or done the other thing. When you are willing to commit to doing those three to five things at the highest level every single day, what's going to happen is I'm not saying the antivirus software will go away because it doesn't, but you will have the ability to flick it off. You'll be able to say at the end of the day, I'm going to turn this off because I know I did what I was supposed to do every single day. I know I did the most important things. Look, I get emails from you guys sometimes and we for every one email we read there's 10 we don't read and i read about some of you guys talking about some of you guys are using alcohol to sort of basically numb your senses at the end of the day so you can calm your mind some of you guys are asking for help how to manage the daily stress in your business some of you guys are starting to use prescription drugs i know this is sounding like out of left field but if, if i'm resonating with you if you're now saying, Tim, that's me, I'm realizing I've developed a problem because I don't know how to manage my mindset with regards to basically my daily activities, you need help. There is a solution. You can get control of it, guys. And it's a lot simpler than you think. Next point, Julie. Yes, absolutely. So the next point is bad habit number nine, always being the overactive skeptic, looking for the angle, looking for the flaw, which makes something not work for you. And this is closely related to this, allowing your ego to tell you to find your own path versus trusting others who have already walked that path, clearing all the weeds out for you. But because you have gotten into the bad habit of being this just, you know, intense skeptic and convinced yourself that nothing is going to work for you or in your market or because of your special situation, and it, there must be some angle, it keeps you from actually taking action. And, and those of you who think that you're supposed to create your own special perfect path, how much time are you spending on that versus following something that's proven and what's the true cost of it? So be of service first and give before you expect to get. That will cure a lot of this overactive skeptic business that goes on. So I don't know if you want to add anything to that, Tim, but we do see that from time to time. Well, here, here's well, the bottom line. Or, you know, yeah. I've never met a rich skeptic of you, Julie. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Nope. Well, but, you know, was, here's uh, the thing. The when you guys are when you guys are trying to work your mind through uh, being skeptics, you don't. Even, what happens is you'll read things, you'll reinforce your skeptical mindset. Now, you're listening to this podcast. Chances are, many of you aren't plagued with this. But here's the here when you're trying to figure out whether or not a behavior, your a mindset, an approach to life is something you want to continue or not. Just ask how you're benefiting from having that mindset or that approach to life. Now, if you're a skeptic, if you're one of these, and there are a lot of you out there, it's just that it's become a way of life, you have to ask yourself, how is it benefiting me by being a skeptic? And you'll quickly determine that it's not. And then you have to then admit to yourself that you are getting a benefit from wearing the skeptic's hat. You are getting a benefit, even though if you're admitting it out you know, and open, it wouldn't seem like a benefit. You are being a skeptic, many of you, because of the fact that you have an excuse then not to actually perform and do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. That's the number one reason people choose to be skeptical. Or they'll be, you know, critics are the same way, really. I mean, it's easy to be a critic. It's hard to be the person that they're criticizing, right? The person that they're criticizing is, generally speaking, 
getting criticism because they're doing something that is miraculous or it's special or it's different or it's something that makes people uncomfortable or it's something that's going to try to move the needle. And the skeptics out there, the critics out there, they don't want things to change. Their egos want everything to say absolutely static. They don't want to be in a situation where other people are changing, other people are improving their lives and their businesses because then it's going to force them to look inward and ask themselves why they're not doing the same thing. You guys get it? It's all part and parcel, all part of the same thing. But really, truly, the bottom line is, I don't think there has ever been a rich skeptic. You cannot build wealth and attract people to want to do business with you if you're a skeptic. Skepticism and being negative, it's also part of the same you know, bucket. And those types of mentalities and approaches to life, they always result in the same thing. They always result in the same type of lifestyle of lack, the same type of lifestyle of someone who's just basically focusing on themselves. That is an ego-type approach to life. It's not a service approach to life. Uh, bad habit number – oh, this one's fun. <laughs> bad habit number 10, Julie. Yes, believing that the balance myth, believing in the balance myth. In other words, that perfect balance is more important than concentration on specific goals. You struggle with the notion of passion being more important than skill, implementation, and follow-through. You've got to be okay with being out of balance in some things some of the time. That's very normal for people who are successful. You know, some people concentrate so much on this balance myth that they get out of balance so far financially that they can't have balance in all the things they're trying to be balanced at. It's, it's kind of hard to put that into a succinct sentence, but you know what I'm talking about, right? So they're concentrating on – these are people that uh, will blame the successful. Well, you know, they're only that way because their family life must really suck when in fact they don't know anything about that person or the fact that they've worked on balance in five areas of life and are recognizing that sometimes some things will be out of whack. It's not all the time on everything, especially if you do you know, what we teach you in the treasure map, for example, working on these parts of your life. But believing in the balance myth and putting that above your own financial success, which by the way, tends to iron out a lot of the other imbalances in your life. And if you have any question about that, I always ask people, Tim, how would you feel balance-wise if you had three to five more closings just in the next 30 to 45 days? Jill, Jill, here, here's but the real – when you think about the balance myth, here's really what, how this works itself out. When you're trying to have balance in all aspects of your life – what, that means that you're only doing maybe 50 to 60% in each category because it really is impossible. So you're going to compromise on some aspects if you're trying to balance everything out. At different points in your life, at different you know, ages in your life, you're going to be focused on different things. You know, you're going to be focused on – you should all be focused on earning money. You should be focused on the financial aspect. You should be focused on your educational aspect. There's certain you know, areas that you cannot back off on because if you do, you're going to pay the price. Health would be another one, right? But maybe as you get older or at different points in your life, spirituality becomes really important to you. That's one of the areas of life that a lot of people want to focus on. That makes perfect sense. But if you're at a point where, you need, where you're struggling to build your business and get your skills and you know, financial stuff has to take a priority you have mouths to feed well it makes sense that other aspects of your life aren't going to necessarily be in as much focus and that's the bottom line trying to achieve balance in life is a myth it's an act of futility and the irony of it is is the very attempt at trying to create balance in your life re uh, results in tremendous stress and unbalance next point you know what Julie we should have had the big why is a big liar do we have it on there all right next point is not having strong 
biometric filters by surrounding yourself by negative reinforcement. And so I wrote this point down. I'll just cut to it, guys. Have media-free mornings. And then basically, absolutely positively, do not read your Facebook news feeds. Do not read anything throughout the day that's not going to reinforce basically the goals you're working towards. Literally become the most current events ignorant person you've ever met in your life. Being educated and up-to-date on current events is a problem nowadays because it's all propaganda. It's all stuff that's not going to reinforce your becoming successful. And along those lines, avoid relationships, uh, avoid relationship weeds and only water the roses. Same thing. You know, guys, you need to be willing to prune some of the relationships, the negative reinforcements you have in your life, because those things, even though there may be small, innocuous, short-term exchanges – you know, the guy that's the grump in your office that basically is always kind of like hanging out the water cooler right. trying to spread his his own brand of, uh, you know, <laughs> negativity? Avoid him. You guys don't know the combined, the, the, the uh, accumulative effect of basically having little innocuous negative relationships and contacts throughout the day. They weigh on you. They, there's an accumulation. You read your news, news uh, your Facebook feed. You go and go to, you know, whatever news station. You read the paper. You listen to the news. You hear someone bitching at the office. You, da, 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 da. At the end of the day, you've been – You've been filled with negativity. That's the reason you have to build tall walls to keep the night walkers out. That's a little, you know, head up for you guys who are Game of Thrones fans like Julie and I are. <laughs> um, but, you know, here's, a, here's, here's a fun question you have to ask yourself. If you're somebody who likes the negativity, if you're somebody who likes the negative news, if you're somebody that, you know, you that is you, right? You think it's normal to fill your head with current events. You have to ask yourself the same question I proposed to you higher up in our previous point. How are you benefiting from having that information in your head? The answer you'll come to is, I'm not. Then the next question is, how are you really benefiting? You're doing it because you're getting some kind of result. You're doing even this strange, crazy behavior of being someone who's watching the news and you know, basically filling their head with the negativity, the toxic crap that's out there nowadays. You're getting a benefit from it. And here's what I'll tell you the benefit is, if you guys want to save yourself about two years of coaching calls. You're doing that because it creates an excuse for you not to have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Because if you can be a skeptic of the economy, if you can be a skeptic of your ability to obtain wealth, if you can be a skeptic of essentially the you know, viability of our economy and all that stuff, then you have a perfect excuse not to actually do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. The, the way you guys work through this stuff mentally and emotionally, even when you have a really strange behavior, it could be something that – you would only want to admit out loud that you do or a thought that you have. You have to say, how am I actually benefiting from doing this? Because you are not doing it uh, out of just pure like mindlessness. You're doing whatever it is, the negativity, the talking with the somebody, the gossiping, the being a skeptic, the watching the news, the overeating, the overdrinking, the doing these things. You're filling your life with these things because you are getting a benefit from it. And the benefit is your ego is standing in the way of you guys actually moving forward and being of service to other people and making yourself a little bit uncomfortable. It's all in your head. You guys get it? It's all in your head. 99.9% of the problems you're going to have and the challenges you're going to have in your life are not external. They're not anybody doing anything to you. It's you choosing to allow the impact of those thoughts 
essentially to determine the destination, the direction of your life. That's really what it comes down to. That's the reason we like to keep our podcast as mindset-free as possible, and we want to give you guys clear, practical direction, not a bunch of think-about uh, points and pontificate points and not a bunch of mental masturbation stuff that's been, you know, I think overdone for the past 30 years. We want you to focus on the very core fact that your highest and truest purpose in life will always be on the other side of the acceptance of your purpose on this planet is to be of service to other people. If you live by that, and you don't have to live by it when you start on this journey with us, but you at least have to accept the fact that that truly is uh, the highest and truest purpose of all of us is to help other people. So then you have to start asking yourself, okay, what does that mean to help other people? What do I have to know? What do I have to learn? What do I have to master? What do I have to move around, get over? What obstacles have I put in my way that are preventing me from helping as many people as I possibly can? And when you start moving towards the accomplishment of mastering the art of being a, a listing agent, when you start moving towards the accomplishment of being the best version of a salesperson that you can possibly be, then then what you're going to start finding is that folks are going to want to do business with you, and then what happens is you start making a lot of money. That is the path, guys. I cannot make it any more simpler uh, than that for you. So, look, we're going to pick up where we left off uh, tomorrow. We have just a few uh, closing points tomorrow, and then Julie and I are going to answer a lot of the questions that you guys have been sending to us as a result of this podcast and a couple of the others we've done. Uh, remember, all of our previous podcasts are there waiting for you at timandjulieharris.com uh, or over on iTunes, so make sure you go over there and listen to all of our past podcasts. If you guys need me for anything, and I do check and re uh, respond to these, uh, this email, it's tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. Guys, this is your market. This is your time. If you've been waiting for the right time, the right place, the right opportunity, it's right in front of you. Seize it. Have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the podcast tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.